Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Backwoods Brothers. We're with my man Tony, and we got special <laughs> guest Christine Drazen in the house. Yes. Hello. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Your most honorable Christine thank you, Drazen. Thank you. And you know what? I found out a hidden talent that Miss Christine Drazen <laughs> has, and I would love for the world to hear it. See, we need a politician that can actually have fun. So right <laughs> before the show, she showed us some talent. Oh, Are you ready for talent, it? Talent, talent might be a stretch. Okay, okay. Well, you know what? We're gonna make this real. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> okay. It's you. You start. Oh, say can you? Oh, no one's getting shy. Don't by the, the dawn's early light. Come on, Joel. What so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight o'er the ramparts we watch. We're so gallantly streaming, and the rock no, gets there the bombs bursting Woo! in air. Gabriel I'm going to the cheering. To the cheering, yay, yeah, cheering, yay. Yeah. That our flag was still there. <laughs> okay, we did it! We did it! You guys, we would love to sing for you anytime. Put it back on my hat now. Okay, thank you, Tony. That You're, was the best. You are the best. That Here. Was the absolute toast, best. toast, toast, toast. Toast time, toast time. Yeah, okay, toast time. We are yeah. so oh, honored to have you on this show. Woo, I'm really so glad to be so here. Yes. Um, and, and people may have realized, um, I have the ability to push buttons now. <laughs> <laughs> and so those buttons were coming from me. I, I don't blame Brandy for it. Uh, yes, I can't push all the buttons. I have very limited. She, she didn't give me very wide range. Guys, he's going to be playing all the way straight through, okay? Oh, my word. Real fast, make sure to like, share, and subscribe. Make sure to do that. You want to get your friends and your family all together here right now because we have Miss Christine Dreisen. And I can't, did I say that right? Close enough, my No, friend. I didn't. I always. Just say Dreisen. Ready? 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 Use that button. Always fuck up names. Oh, what did I get you done? <laughs> you missed it. I got, here, I'll put it. Okay. I always fuck up names. I, 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 may have been, I also may have been late There we it. go. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. It was still there. It was still there. He knew you were coming. See, you're so supportive. <laughs> I don't know if I got what? it in the right time. Look, you, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. She, producer says I did not get it at the right time. Yes. So like, share, subscribe. We're now on Patreon. We're now on Spotify. So you want to listen to this on Spotify mm -hmm. as well. Yes. Um, you also want to check out our website. And also check out Pissed Off Patriot. You want to say some more, brother? Uh, well, you know, we'll, we'll see a little bit there. We're doing a little bit different this time. We do not have a center break anymore. Yeah. So Ooh. if you have to go to the bathroom, tough. <laughs> Turn yellow. <laughs> yeah. Hope you got a cup nearby. Yep, right. <laughs> Anyways, hey, so guys, uh, we, we brought Christine in because uh, not only was she, was she a representative, but mm -hmm. you recently resigned as a representative for yes. what purpose? I did. I recently resigned to run for governor as yes. the Republican nominee for governor. Yeah! Crowd cheering. Crowd cheering. Yes! Yay! Yay! Woo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, didn't, didn't hit the other button. <laughs> it was close. Having so it much was fun. close. So, yeah, so that's, that's absolutely amazing. Um, and so... We've had a couple other mayors, but can governor candidates on yeah. here, and mm -hmm. it's actually been quite a, quite a bit of fun. So Good. much fun. Um, I'm so already having fun. Yes. yes. <laughs> she came in. You guys, she came in, and she goes, 
you guys told me you were in a garage, not a studio. <laughs> I know, this is, and she's, this yes, is legit. This is legit. <laughs> yes, Ooh. yes. Um, okay. she, she also decided to hug the heater, too, because <laughs> it's I a did. garage. I did. <laughs> not very warm. Yes, that's why she has her coat on, right? It's still February. Oh, it's still yes. February. Yes. In Oregon. Yes, yeah. in Oregon. Yep. It could change tomorrow. But um, <laughs> what we're gonna when we start heating up on the questions and stuff, she'll probably get like, Ooh, <laughs> that's great. It's yes, good. yes. We got, we, we got all the secret hidden questions. Not really, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. We'll, Bring we'll, it. We'll, 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 we'll be nice. <laughs> so, um, But yeah, uh, so Christine, why don't you tell us a little bit about why you decided to run for governor? Yeah, you guys, our state needs help. It does. You feel it, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Like yeah. we are in this tough spot as a yeah. state right now where Oregonians know that you know, we're having a tough time with our communities. Too many people are sleeping on our streets. Yeah. And we have too much crime. Crime's going through the roof in Portland. We feel it in our smaller towns, too. Mm -hmm. And not only that, but our schools are a complete mess right now. Yeah. I mean, I could not be more excited for the fact that masks are going to go away in our schools. I heard about that today. But it should have been today. It should not be March 31st. Yes, March 31st. Right? We yeah. shouldn't have to keep waiting for these things. The mandates have got to go away. They've got. But... Yeah. You guys, I saw as the representative for this community what it was like inside Salem with single party control, and it didn't serve folks. Yeah, and that's a part I think is always a problem is single party control because Ooh. then it uh, it kind of misses out on the capability to have you know uh, both sides represented. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Absolutely. I I get the certain agendas and everybody wants to get their pieces out, mm -hmm. but I'm all about trying to find a way to work together. Yeah. It doesn't always work out. I mean, I'm on city council, so I, I you I feel learned. it. Yes, mm -hmm. but I mean, I try to do what I can to, to find some way to compromise yeah. when we can, and so it's yeah. And from what I hear, there's not much desire for compromise. Well, that. you know, it's simple math. If they don't have to compromise with you right now, they're not going to do it. Yep. And that doesn't serve folks. Oregon yeah. needs accountability. We need balance. We need change. We need to get on the right track. And right now, we're not there. Mm -hmm. And running for governor is a way to really, really support my state. Yeah. And do everything I can to uh, to give people their government back. Yes. Yes. So um, I'm going to ask you the hard question right off the bat here. Let's hear it. There's 15, I think, or 16 now candidates running. <laughs> yeah. It keeps changing, so it's hard to keep track. It anymore. does keep changing. What is one thing that you can say right now that sets you out above all the rest? I uh, <laughs> I have more experience than anybody else on that list to better understand and know exactly how to get rolling on day one. Uh -huh. I am a day one girl. Yes. And I absolutely believe that on day one you can you can step into that office and that role and I can step in and I can and I can revoke the mandates and the executive orders. And I can demand that our agency heads turn in their resignations, and we're going to have very a hard conversation. <laughs> I was going to say about though. the future of our state. Yes, yes. It, you're not going to do the the um, what do you call them? the executive orders like we've known it done in the past. Where, oh, zoop, no. zoop, zoop. Just oh, it's a oh, piece what? of paper here. So zoop. You, 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 yeah. You're not you're not going to be like our uh, our our new le uh, uh, leader out here, and you're not going to be. Sitting, sitting with your little <laughs> your little desk out there signing a hundred executive a orders desk. in your first little bit there, you know? Yes. You know, what's beautiful is that I get to tear up executive orders in that job. So, guys, you know, just... Make it good. Just picture hey, it. Just picture if you're, it. Yes. If you're the Speaker of the House, you can, you tear, can, up, you can tear up executive <laughs> orders and stuff right in right. the television. Yeah. Well, in in this case, the new the new governor, Governor Drazen, is going to tear up Governor Brown's executive orders. And the cheer uh, I, I, crowd I'm, goes wild. Here, here let, me, let, me yeah. get, let me get yeah. it for you. Let me get it for you. There it goes. You know, your biggest thing um, that 
you want to address first is the issues of school. Yeah. And I was very impressed yes. with what I heard about yeah. that. I'm a mom of three. Yeah. And so, and I've been involved in my kids' schools and I know, and I know how hard it is. I know how hard it was our, for our family anyway, during these COVID shutdowns. I mean, I have a freshman in high school now, yes. but during that whole distance learning thing, she was a middle schooler trying to learn geometry by playing a video over and over and over again. And it just changed things. It changed things at our house. It changed things for her. It was horrible to watch. And it was not good enough for her. And I don't think it's good enough for your kids. Of course not. It's not not good enough for any of our kids. So we need in-person, full-time, permanently in-person, full-time. We need to give parents more say. We need to give parents more choices. And we need to support (laughs) our kids. (laughs) Well, I think there's a big piece that's constantly was missed out of that too, and that was the social interaction piece. There it that's is. That's huge. There yeah. it is. I mean, it's if you're homeschooling, people say, "Oh, well, you know, homeschoolings don't get that that same option." Yeah. But the uh, they have the sports and things they can go to. Yeah. But even those weren't even options, so everybody they everybody was home. Yeah. And, and you so, addressed that. You addressed that in your video about yeah. the sports being uh, distanced. Yeah. Canceled, it's, if you, you will. You can't do that to our kids. You're yeah. sacrificing the entire generation of kids. And mm-hmm. and that was that as it turns out, that wasn't based on science. Yeah. You know, they're not yeah. they're not at risk. Shocking. I know. Shocking. It's like it's like no one said that or anything, you know? Right. Right. We're it's gonna, like we're gonna follow the science until we're not gonna follow the, the science. science. Yeah. 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 Well, well, and then tell us to follow science. Right. Yeah. Political science. Political science. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. A couple of our fans out there say, hi, Miss Drazen. Or Mrs. Drazen, I think is what it says. Yeah. Hello. And uh, it says, I hope you win. The, you hope you win, Mrs. Drazen. <laughs> and uh, and then uh, hashtag on day one. I'm not really sure what that is. Oh. <laughs> on day one. Yes. On day one. I know what that is. Go yes. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the day one agenda. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and the day one agenda is... You immediately lift the mandates, you know, and you revoke the vaccine mandates. Yeah. And you support law enforcement on day one. Oh. And, okay, guys, come on. Come Schools, on. law enforcement mandates. Come on. Day one, friends. Day one. Well, if for Portland, let's put um, resource officers back in school. Uh, oh, there's yes, that. Exactly. There is that. But, you know, we I can't even get enough people who want to be police officers right now. No. Because they don't feel supported. And we have got to turn that around and recognize we're going to have safer communities uh, when we are fully staffed up and law enforcement, once again, is appreciated and supported. We can't treat our cops like they're the criminals Yes, and Uh, expect that anybody is willing to be a cop. Yes, exactly. I mean, since we started acting like that a couple years ago, what's the crime rate now gone up in uh, Portland, 980% or something? Murders are all-time high. It's scary, scary, scary business. Is that really a big shocker to us? Well... If you take yeah. away law, then mm-hmm. you have lawlessness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just, yeah. Well, I mean. Is that know, an agenda? Well, I don't know. What I don't get is, did, did nobody that was in leadership down there actually, like, open up a history book? Because law has been all the way back as far as you can go back even into the Egyptian, Roman eras. Yes. You laws, need law. You've, you've, yeah. had, mm-hmm. you've had the, uh, what do they call it? Not the, um, I forget the, 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 what they call the police back then. They, there was the Roman soldiers, but they call them a polymax, something like that. Polymax. Mm-hmm. Something along those lines. Anyways, but it's a person that basically they were there mm-hmm. and stand on the street corner and their job was to enforce the law. Yeah. I mean, that's only back in, in historic Roman days. Yeah. I mean, go back even further back into Egypt and they had the pharaohs, uh, the pharaoh soldiers that mm-hmm. would be called upon to enforce the law. Law has been around forever. I mean, to suddenly come and go, oh, we you know, screw thousands of years right. of experience. 
We know it's better suddenly in, two, in 2020. No, sorry, we don't. Mm-hmm. So, what do we, you know, I hate to say this, but mm-hmm. why don't, and I love the Haitian people, but why don't we take a page out of the book of lawlessness there and see what people are doing under that rule of law and suffering mm-hmm. and big time. So law mm-hmm. is important. Yeah, we the need, rule of law is in order. Are yeah, important. and we're a country. We're a country yeah. that's dependent on the rule of law. And and we should enforce our laws evenly. Yeah. There should not be some version of enforcing our laws that's political. Yeah. If somebody if somebody commits a crime, we have to have accountability if we're going to have safety. Yeah. It's not complicated. Uh, uh, exactly, exactly. So, um well, we're kind of right up against our first little uh, sponsor break here, so we're going to go ahead and try this and see how it works. This is the new thing for us, so bear with us, everybody, on Yay, the other side. Okay. Break. So um, we're going to go ahead and take, have a, a word. We actually have a really good place here in, in, in town where you pizza at. Mm. You, you ever been to Hitchin' Post Pizza, Danny? Okay, I'm going to admit I haven't been to the Hitchin' Post. It's, it's our it's favorite good. place. We, I'm going to go see it now. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> best, best pizza We're going to take town. you to Hitchin' Post. Okay, we're yes, on our way. definitely. So go and take a look at this from our sponsors. Hey guys, thank you for taking a moment to uh, take a look at their Hitchin Post. Joseph, Joel, that was so good, bro. Oh, that yeah. pizza. Yeah, we, we, ate that, Christine, we ate that in 30 seconds. <laughs> Christine beat us in pool. Yeah, I mean, yeah. she was like, that, that was actually her shooting the pool, yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, I was supposed to say that. Not only can she sing, but she can shoot pool. And Amazing. 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 We, 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 may have, we may have tricked uh, Christine into singing on record. Uh, some other, some other <laughs> Did songs. Did you say record? On record. On record. There we on yeah. record. On it, it, record. That, may, oh, that yeah. may or may not, if she lets us, come up on our uh, Patreon site. Oh. <laughs> if she lets us. We'll see. So uh, if you're not a Patreon subscriber, now it's a great time to go become a Patreon mm-hmm. subscriber and support the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Uh, here's this is pop out with one of the one of the questions we have pre-written for you uh, ahead of time so that we know exactly what we want to ask you. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give you a hint. This one uh, involves COVID, crime, culture, economics, and homeless. All in Ooh. one question. So alliteration. <laughs> COVID, crime, culture. Attack I love those. that. No. No. Crime, culture. With uh, with, the, with the hey, states <laughs> with the states COVID response having such an impact on our states culture and economics, causing a spike in crime and homelessness. How would you go about addressing these issues? You know, you can trust me to lead with facts and not fear. Let's just start there. Because that has been how COVID has been managed, Mm -hmm. is that instead of just sharing facts with Oregonians and saying, this is what I know, and these are the recommendations, instead we had leaders who stepped in and said, listen, you you just have to do what I say or or you know, people that you love and care for are not gonna survive this. Yeah. That's operating from fear. Yes. This COVID's real. COVID, in fact, has harmed people. It's harmed families. It's yes. taken lives. And all of that is true. And it's also possible to navigate that and lead through that mm-hmm. in a way that respects people and shares information without, without creating an entire generation of kiddos that are terrified. I mean, we are raising our kids right now um, to, in fact, you know, be behind a mask and be afraid and feel like they're responsible so that they, you know, can 
can keep their grandparents healthy and safe. And that breaks my heart. We have, a, we have an obligation to each other, but we should not live our lives in constant fear. You know, I think there was another uh, government form that, uh, that led by fear. Um, I think they call it dictatorships. We, we, had, we had a command control here in Oregon, didn't we? Uh, yeah, very much so. We still kind of do in some ways. We still do. We're close, though, to not be to not having that anymore. Oh, yeah. Wow. I mean, the election's coming. Yes, definitely. it is coming. It is you, coming. You, would, you would think when the science isn't supporting it for nationwide, you know, yes. and, they, and the rest of the nation is doing the opposite, that yes. our one state would have some common sense to, mm-hmm. to open it up. But unfortunately, common sense has kind of gone at the top yeah. level. You yeah. mentioned kids, and yeah. kids at an all-time high yeah. are... Uh, ending their lives uh, yes. that they, one can say for multiple reasons but one thing i believe is that as we isolate kids mm. and the more and more we isolate kids it creates kids with conduct disorder it creates kids with yes. oppositional fight because they're mm. angry because you've taken the social aspect out of their lives mm-hmm. so you're going to get that you when yeah. you rule by fear fear get, begets more fear mm. begets more fear mm-hmm. you know i i keep thinking about what this experience was like at our house and my teenagers, I can I can remember having these conversations with them where they where they were saying, you know, we're home, mm-hmm. but I want to be in school. And I would say, well, when you were in school, I remember you complaining about not wanting to be in school, right? Like, <laughs> yes. But you they, remember that day? Yeah. Like I remember that was us, right? We that were was having before this they were out for a year. Yeah. <laughs> and then they would say, well, I'm not. Nothing is happening to me. Yeah. And that's that. It was the revelation. There was a whole period of time where nothing happened to our kids. They didn't they didn't learn about themselves. They didn't cut, they didn't get to know other people. They didn't challenge their character. They didn't overcome, you know, social situations and navigate anxiety in ways that, you know, help them grow. They had a year where they were just frozen. But Chrissy, what it almost sounds like the onus is put on the school though, to create social academic Mm. environments. You know where I'm going with this, right? Yes. Yes. Where does parental controls take place. Oh, parents are, I mean, parents have got to be the center of decision-making around our own kids, mm-hmm. right? We know our kids, we know their needs. Definitely. And we know when something isn't helping them and is actually hurting them, we know when yeah. they need change. Yes. Parents need to have more say. We need parents involved in our schools more. Okay, a lot of families right now are talking to me about concerns about now that there was distance learning, they could actually see what their kiddos were learning mm-hmm. and they were surprised. And they had concerns. And I looked into it a little bit. Did you know that any parent at any time can ask to see curriculum? Uh, yes, yes, definitely. Um, I think we requested it a couple times. Did you so get it? it? It was a little more difficult, but we finally got it. Mm-hmm. And when you got it, what did you think? Were you satisfied? No, not at all. So there, did you feel like there was a way for you to engage on that? Talk to your school board? Um, talk we, to the teacher? We've had, we've had uh, over the couple of the last couple of years, we've had a few conversations with all the way up to the... Uh, to the superintendent yeah. about some uh, conversations about what's being taught in school. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the things, and in fact, it's one of our written questions. Um, so I guess I'm going to throw the second one out to you right off the bat because we're talking about it. Yeah. Um, w- what are your thoughts on a, on a parent's right to opt in, uh, opt out of cur- right to opt out curriculum subjects and the ideas of school vouchers? Yeah, that is where I was going with that. Yes. So <laughs> you can, in fact, opt out. You can opt out. Like if you see curriculum that you that you don't believe aligns with the values of your families, there's 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 always a pathway to opt out of stuff. Now what we don't have is an opt in, but the real thing that we need is for parents to have more say, to have alternatives for their kiddos, to have school choice that's real, viable, and accessible to kids uh, and Governor, families. Governor DeSanchez has already started to to push a bill. 
Yes. Like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And in Oregon, we need more balance in the legislature. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no doubt from the governor's office, I will I will push for more parent engagement. Uh, you know, like I awesome. am all about creating an creating a parent council uh, to advise the governor's Ooh, office I, on education policy. I love that. Isn't that, cool? Isn't yeah. that what we need? Yeah. Like yeah. we need yeah. permanent engagement with families. Well, it says, okay, we need a bridge. Yes. You, you've sat in this position. And one of the things I hear a lot is that there's a, there's a heavy disconnect from those who are sitting up in, up in legislature and those who are actually out here down here that are yeah. being enacted under those rules. How would you kind of cross that bridge, you think, a little bit, trying to get legislature to come down to the level of the people that are out here living yeah. under whatever the choices they make? Yes. Yeah. We so. need to give government back to people in a way that takes special interests out of the center and puts, and puts people back in charge. And I do think you can do that by creating bridges, creating opportunities, bridges. And, yes. and connecting people with their government in a way that's a lot more authentic and a lot less temporary. I mean, right now, when I was a legislator, I would get, you know, a handful of emails on a small topic, or I would get thousands and thousands on something really controversial. But the difference maker for me is always, okay, are these folks that are my constituents? Now, as governor, everybody's my constituent, yes. right? And everybody's voice is going to matter to me. But, I, but Portland cannot be the cookie cutter for the rest of the state. Portland, yes. Portland gets to be Portland. And in fact, Estacada gets to be Estacada. You said that. Yes. You said, you're a small town, town girl I'm a yourself. small town girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you said that. Yep. And we, and we have got to, we've got to respect differences across our state. And you get that done by letting more people, inviting more people to be a part of this conversation. That's good. Well, one of the things that the, one of our uh, viewers was actually asking was, what are some things other than just schools mm-hmm. that you might be making changes to when yep. you're trying to get to that, that stage? Yep. And so for folks that are in our business community, I mean, oh my word. Come on. Oregon. Texas. Oregon has has one of the highest tax burdens in the nation yes. if you're a business here. Yes. We just saw Intel, one of our primary employers in the state, private sector employers, mm-hmm. you know, invest $20 billion in another state instead of us. We have got to do more to support jobs. And yes. I don't mean supporting you know, like these faceless corporations, I'm talking about supporting jobs. Mm-hmm. And to do that, you need to be able to have an environment where somebody can have a business, start well, a business and succeed. Correct me right. if I'm wrong. Um, over the last two years with the way that they've kind of ran Portland, wasn't, hasn't there been like a 40% decline in, in business? Yeah, well, my husband works downtown and that place is empty. Yep. Mm-hmm. It is empty mm-hmm. down there and mm-hmm. people are going out. I mean, nothing has been better for real estate in the suburbs. Nope. Uh, than what's been going on right now in downtown mm-hmm. Portland. And so, but you cannot allow your biggest city in your state to be in that level of decline long-term. Your state will suffer. That's my fear. Yeah. Well, th- yeah. That, we need Portland well, to recover. Well, definitely. Yeah. And well, the other part too that really kind of gets me, and uh, and I've, I've learned this uh, from sitting, again, in city council, mm-hmm. is that it seems that the people that are in, for example, city council, for the city, it's only people within the city limits. Have yeah. a right to vote. What happens in that mm. city? Yep. And it seems like you know, like, people in yeah. the county are obviously going to vote the county. That makes more sense because that incorporates everybody. Yeah. But like Portland, they have what I think if you count the whole metro areas, like one point two or one point four an hour or something mm-hmm. like that. That's a pretty large number. Yeah. Uh, that's can, kind of dealing, and that's that's it's a what fifty miles across, fifty mile radius of the entire state, and that mm-hmm. that controls the entire state. 
how was there any ways that you might have to help try to balance that or well i would say people in east county um don't necessarily identify with how things are going downtown right exactly in portland proper mm -hmm. And and I and as much as that's the metro area, Portland itself is you know what seven hundred thousand people or something around that range, mm -hmm. and so you really do have to expand out and get you know get the other side of the river to get to get to that to those numbers. And and what what we need to do is to be able to support even at that level to support local control. So I uh, there's this there's this local mayor that's speaking of like what can you do for Portland? There's a local mayor that is on in East County. And he also happens to be in the boundaries of Metro, who's struggling with homelessness in his community. So there's this big park there, and they've got about like 74 homeless folks that live in this park. He had a plan hmm. locally to, to figure out what each one of those homeless folks needed, what their, what their challenges were, get them plugged into local services, get them moved out of the park. And his description of the situation was that Metro came in and said, you know what, we have this big homeless tax, we have a plan now, and we're going to we're going to be the ones to help. We're going to be the ones to do this. Your plan isn't our plan. So just cool your jets. Mm -hmm. And in the meantime, nothing has happened. We've been through, we're in winter. Those folks are still living in the park. They're not getting the help they need mm -hmm. because somebody that was local had a local solution, mm -hmm. even though they were part of Metro, they're in the urban portion of our state. They wanted to help a problem that they viewed as a local problem with local, with local resources. Yeah. And they were stopped dead in their tracks by this next level of government that said, that wasn't our idea, so you're going to have to wait until we give you approval. That yeah. absolutely is the problem. And I think if I was the mayor, I would have told him where to shove it. I know. <laughs> I know. But, you know, he uh, cares about his community and wants to do what's right. And these other levels of government are getting in his way. Yeah. Somebody, yeah. that's leadership. That's a lack of leadership. So you, at least, you speak about leadership, and leadership mm -hmm. is very close to your heart. Yep. Uh, you actually, I believe you said something about establishing that and going to George Fox. Yeah. That's you did you go to a class or did you take a class in leadership <laughs> or you how did you acquire all how this? How did yeah. this happen? Yeah. How did this happen? I I really care about making a difference. Yeah. And if you care about making a difference to be able to do that, at some point you have to be willing to take on responsibility. Uh -huh. So it's not so much that it's it is something that I pursued for a, a position or a title. It's something I pursued because I want to shoulder somebody else's burden. You said that, and as a matter of fact, you mm -hmm. gave a little bit of a story, a backstory about your family and how mm -hmm. they would sit and talk about, as all of our families do, and complain politics. about politics. Mm -hmm. But something, I think there was a, a shift that you had to said, I'm gonna do something. Mm -hmm. So I have to do, yeah. And that's and that's really the biggest difference. I. I'm originally from Klamath Falls, yeah. small town, small yes. town, love small town, and and my family did talk all the time about the impacts of politics and our life down there. I mean, yeah. it was when the natural resource industries were really going away, and we were and we were left with fewer jobs and fewer jobs and fewer jobs, and it was timber dependent when I was growing up. And my dad would work in a mill, and then we would move and. It was a tough, tough upbringing for my family. My parents did the absolute best they could in tough circumstances. Mm -hmm. And then I put myself um, through George Fox. And when I left college, college, I love George Fox. Yes. Shout out. Yes, George Fox. Uh, George, George Fox, I, I know quite a few people that went there. And I think uh, my sister went there for a short period. A person in George Fox is trying to take my job. Yeah, it's oh. like, I went to Northwest. Uh, they would, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. George Fox it's, rules. It's all good it's, stuff. It's so good. 
but I yeah. came out of my school there and and I wanted to find out if my family was in fact right. Whether yeah. that these politicians that are elected to serve us weren't serving them mm-hmm. and they kind of viewed it like everybody is a little bit rotten. They're out for their own. Politicians are kind of no oh, good, right? Yes, the stigma. Yeah. And uh, too often, right? Like that yeah. is how we feel because right well, now I mean, we're not getting our needs met. I mean, can 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 you blame it with some of the politicians out there? You know, I'm saying, it's, can you can you can you really blame I us? I feel for terrible. That? Oh, that was in front of my face. On, I, on I was wondering if we had what? <laughs> did you receive someone? I think you're someone. You received oh, a gift. I did. What, what was that gift? Really my, fast. Okay, one of my <laughs> one of my kids for Christmas gave me. Gave me a, a Vice President Harris doll. You almost, you almost made me spit my juice. I yeah, I'm, I'm going to admit I I was I I felt like there could have been better choices in all of the presidential and vice presidential range of you know. Is she the vice president? Um, oh, wait, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. yeah, yeah, she is. So that so that's that's at my house right now. That's awesome. That's so, a gift that keeps on giving. Uh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It just, see, it just come to your next it party. It stares at me. It just stares at me. <laughs> That's a me. scary movie. I know it stares at me. <laughs> but you guys, the thing about the thing about service, the thing about mm-hmm. the idea that somebody would run for office, it's got to be about making a difference. It's got to be about serving others. Yeah. And and that was the thing that I, I learned that. from mm-hmm. my family. Serving others is that you is that you can make a difference, and it's your obligation to do everything you can where you are uh, to make things better for other people. I mean, well, yeah, that's what we're here for. We're here to, we're elected to represent the people, mm-hmm. to be a service to the people. Yeah. And it's not, they don't serve us. They're not under us. It's actually, when you look at, like, I look at the the city, uh, the city leadership chart, mm-hmm. and I realized that they had it upside down, mm. that the representatives were at the very top of everything. Right, mm-hmm. right. You know, and... It's actually, it's where the representatives and the city staff and everything should be at the bottom, the mm-hmm. people at the top. Yep. And I think it's been corrected since then, because I think the people are at the top. Yeah, so. yeah. Wow. Was it so. a pyramid? I love that. Yeah, it's, it's a pyramid. But now, now if you actually look at the uh, the Estacada one now, I believe... It's um, reversed. Yeah, it's reversed. The people are at the top. Yeah. Wow. So. Leader, yeah. Leadership from the backseat. Yeah. Leadership from the backseat. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. and that's really where we're at right now in this opportunity in this election, wow. is that if if people don't like the direction of our state... And I feel confident that people are looking around saying, this isn't good enough for any of us. We need change. They're the only ones with the power to make a difference. They're, in fact, the only ones with the power to change right now. Well, I'm so glad you said it, uh, Christine. I almost said representative. You're yeah. way over that. But, <laughs> no, but, you know, that's the thing. They're like, uh, um, um, Governor Christine, we need you to do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. Oh, no, we need this. We need this. Yeah. We need this. Now you do it. Yeah. How do you inspire the people? See, this yeah. is the thing. Um, when you're talking about teachers, yep. I used to be a teacher, so I'm going to speak for the teachers a little bit. Yeah. You know, we we wanted parents involved, but it was mm. so darn hard to get them mm. involved because they kind of used school in some cases for a respite a break. time, a break. Yeah. And I'm all well, I'm a parent too. I'm, I'm girl, get out of here. You know, that's why I said, girl, I have 11 year old going on 19. Girl, get out of here. Seriously. Why are you in my face? You know, but at the same time, you know, on the other side of it, you try to connect with parents, with teachers, right. specifically parent and teacher conferences, but yeah. it would be crickets. Yeah. So how do you inspire? So I think that we have got to, I always try to assume the best in people mm-hmm. and, um, and operate from a position that people are doing the best they can. Yeah. And that, and that parents, uh, parents. I believe that parents want the best for their kids. And at the end of the day, 
um, that they will be involved, that they will be engaged, and that and that they and if they feel invited, they will participate. Yes. And and okay. so I think that that has That's got good. to be it. And the That's more good. I travel the state, the more what I hear from people, and is that the state doesn't have the solution to their local problems. They want to have more control locally. They exactly. want to be able to set yeah. their own course. Yeah. And they can. And here's the thing: I respect Oregonians enough mm-hmm. to exactly. say that you get to choose. It is this. There's so much more about where we're at right now that should be local. Well, l- yeah. let me give you an example of, of a state uh, state problem affecting a local issue, which, mm-hmm. which should make sense. Uh, recently, the ODOT we did a bunch of stuff out here on our highway here. Two two four. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. They they did something over. We had just built a brand new parking lot, mm-hmm. just put brand new sidewalks and crosswalks and everything in there. I think it was less than a year old. Mm-hmm. They came and tore out a bunch of those sidewalk pieces. That's we just put them in there. Yeah. Wasting all that money and putting some weird, crazy stuff in there that that yeah. uh, I you know as I think Tony has attested to that is not vision impaired friendly because I think the mm. they mm-hmm. some of them point you out into the center of the street, don't they? Yes, they do. Now the first the one when you're crossing, you're literally crossing in, in the, the middle, in the middle, yeah, yeah, and you're on the crosswalk. Yes, it's very cattywampus too. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. the other one wasn't any better, but no. those ones the, if they're going to spend the money to tear up, well, it's already mm. brand new there. Mm-hmm. Might as well put something in that works, right? And then there's another piece in here, which is a center medium. Yeah. I don't even get the purpose of it, but the people that come in through there, it's zigzags like a Z. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, if you go to Hitchin Post, it's the one right across, right on the highway from Hitchin Post. You can okay. see it there. It zigzags like a Z. We have a, a couple of uh, community members that are uh, handicapped, mm-hmm. and they uh, are, they have wheelchairs, mm-hmm. and they can't get through that area. They tried to get through. They're not even able to take their chairs through there. Oh, no. And it's supposed to be for, quote-unquote, handicap accessible. Okay, you said it twice. I had to, I had to Oh, correct yeah, but please correct me. Uh, no, 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 I'm not going to correct you for real. I'd just love to do it right now. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I'm going to get it later. Uh, is, there's a word I'm supposed to be using. Disabled. But now they changed it. I don't know what it is. Um, you, know, <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. I, this, is, this is where they... They, they differently, go, able. Differently, differently able, differently able. Differently so, able. It's going to change tomorrow. Um, for, so you're going to learn it tomorrow. For, for those, <laughs> are, for our friends out there that that I, uh, that I, I apologize. It is differently able. That's what I should have been using. But you know what? We're not into PC, so you're okay. Yes. I just had to pull it out. Yes, but I still want to say sorry, <laughs> yeah. Jim. So yeah. either way, here we'll do this for him. Yeah. <laughs> is that the crying game? No, no, no. Really happy. Oh, oh, that was a laughing one. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I haven't done this yet. Okay. Oh. Do the cry brigade. This oh. is the one I want. Oh, there it goes. Oh! <laughs> it lands right in front of Christine. It does, it does. It comes right up. Oh, that's, so, that might yeah, be Don't forget, prophetic. we actually got you this one, too. Don't forget that. That it's might a, be prophetic. I, this one's Ooh. lovely, too. But, um, you know, we actually got some questions from our viewers, and uh, um, nice. I, I wanted to... Uh, I had to use that button. I've been, yeah, waiting, waiting, I've been waiting to use it. Oh, yeah, thank you, guys. Thanks um, for so, the question. Uh, we needed the button. Yes. yes. <laughs> now we know. <laughs> what can you tell us about CRT? Ooh. You know, uh, CRT, for those that uh, that don't know, the acronym is Critical Race Theory. And Critical Race Theory, There's the interesting thing to know about that for Oregon in particular mm-hmm. is that it's not a curriculum. And so for people that um, are following along and they're saying, I am opposed to critical race theory. I want it out of my schools. It's tricky because it is, uh, for some teachers, it is, in fact, an approach to teaching no matter the subject. So it is the lens through which they teach whatever subject they are specializing in. For some teachers, that's not for all teachers. 
But what the intent of critical race theory, if I understand it correctly, and I am in fact not an educator, so I feel like that's a disclaimer I should lay out there, mm -hmm. is that it is intended to begin to dismantle entire institutions based on this concept that underlying uh, all of our institutions is, a, is uh, racism and historic injustice. And so if you, if you look at the world and you say schools themselves are based on racist concepts or maybe banking or financial systems or corporations or the private sector, that everything is underpinned uh, historically with racism that's harmed people of color, then we or, need to or be... trees. Oh, yeah, or so. there's that. There's that, yeah, and actually, that <laughs> or, actually translates or, or, or rocks, over or rocks, environmental rocks. justice, yeah. social justice. Yeah. Yeah. And so you have this idea that people, that, that in fact, you need to begin to dismantle hmm. society and, and replace it with something that is not based in racism. Okay, can I ask you a few simple questions here? Please. Um, the, the, uh, Rome, the Roman Empire, hmm. were they all white guys? Well, so I, I don't believe all the Roman Empire were white guys. So would would you would you say that they're more Middle Eastern kind of thing? You know, considering that's where they were in like yeah. you know Italy in that area. So considering that banking kind of started back in those eras, you know, saying that banking is an institution that primarily you know is is there to to be is racist and helps you know white people and things like that and this you know. Puts it's is not uh, how the word you use it wasn't uh, balance for or despair. What's word you use there for for people of color? People of color. Yeah, um, I no. think I actually said people of color. No, 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 no. You used a word. It wasn't uh, wasn't fair to them or something. What was the word you used there? It was, oh, it was a better word than I'm thinking of. It was a good word though. Huh? Oh, okay. yes, it was. It was a good word. I must have missed it. Did I miss it? You know, but basically, <laughs> when you said when you said I need to rewind the tape. I know yes. I can re rewind the tape. <laughs> I actually, Put the question mark somewhere, somewhere again. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. I got it. For rewind the tape. Disparaging, there's Disparaging. Uh, you know that's why we keep our uh, keep our uh, producer around because oh, yeah. so good. she's so good at those so things good. and uh, she she can, she runs the show and yeah. if we didn't have her we would be in so much trouble. Oh yeah, not and to mention be, and there'd be no emojis. Not to mention no she's she, she's she's very pretty and uh, those are for her too. Oh. Um, um, okay, so <laughs> yeah, hearts. Oh, here you go, here you go, hearts. Wait, wait, wait for it, wait for it. Wait for it. There it goes, hearts. Look at the little eyes. <laughs> So happy. Okay, what's yep. the question mark again? Okay, <laughs> so one more time for the question marks, and then we're going to get to the, what I was saying. So, yep. um, but basically, uh, the state statements like that just mm -hmm. shows that whoever makes those statements has no concept of history. Mm -hmm. And if you can take five minutes and open a history book, you'd realize that yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But I think the thing that I want to say in particular about concerns that people have about critical race theory in Oregon's classrooms. Parents get involved. Parents yes. get involved because yes. conversations with your school board, conversations with your teacher yes. can help you better engage directly and personally in a way that can that you can solve problems and untangle any issues that there might be inside your classroom from what your student is learning. Get it, involved. It's easy to criticize from the si sidelines. Yeah. And jump you have in. yeah, get in, jump yeah, in. Yeah, jump in. Yes. And also, we need to take politics out of the classroom. I think when people you want to talk that. about that, yes, yeah, critical all theories, politics, all, all of it. Yep, okay. take politics yep. out. Take politics out yep. of the classroom. Yep. Keep keep that thought in mind. It's yeah. actually time for a sponsor here. Um, so hey, when you guys are thinking about trying to get times to get to new stickers, new banners, new shirts, we all know a great place right here in town. It's actually does most of our stickers for it. They actually make these right here. Um, and these things have been on this cup and they go through the, the dishwasher and everything else quite often. And 
We, we've tested them as much as we can. We've soaked them in water for days. Didn't you light them on fire? Uh, we have not lit them on fire yet, but you know, that's that'd be a great show one of these days. <laughs> we might have the fire department on standby for that one. With all this wood. You know, <laughs> yes. with all this wood <laughs> and this awesome I mean, table. Yes, yes. <laughs> but, um, you know, there's a great PTSD. place right here in PTSD. town. Yeah. Whitney, yes. Whitney Signs has a great way to make some stickers, banners. Yeah. And in fact, you may have seen a lot of their stuff around town and not even noticed it. Let's take a minute and go and take a look at this for us. Oh yeah, the Hong Kong. Oh, wait, hey, hey, did you guys get quickly. the Hong Kong? I, I I may need to change the timing of the last a little bit of that. <laughs> shut it off. Shut it off, kind of. Quick. You know, I like these words from our sponsors. Hey guys, it comes up so quick that you don't have time to get up. So you know, exactly, exactly. Thing. We changed that like big. I said, the, 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 the new the new the new meta was going to be like the new it. meta is going to be holding, having a bottle next to you during our show. That's right. <laughs> I like this, bro. This is good. Free, free depends with every, uh, yeah. with every follow. <laughs> there's no break in the excitement, though. So don't even think that you can get away. Oh, exactly. did you just it's say there's no break there's in the no excitement? No break in the excitement. Oh, right no here. No I love the button. Oh, the, you know what? The button. I, I'm, I'm overly excited with the buttons. He loves the buttons. Uh, let's go with the crouch here. You know what? Say, what kind of pun can I say with break? Oh, I don't know. You'll oh, get there. I don't know. I'll get there. I'll get there. Well, you you heard, you heard about the comedian, right? Okay. Um, you heard you heard about the comedian. He actually submitted uh, to a contest. It was a, a contest to win. You know, the best pun wins, right? Uh -huh. So he submitted ten puns to uh -huh. this to this contest to see if he won. Um, so he waited a little while, about you know a couple of weeks, and he, he called in and checked with him to see if any of his puns had won. But unfortunately, no pun in ten did. Oh, dang it. Dang it. Cut it took it. me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it hold on, hold on. There you go. Tinted. Got it. Yes. I beeped that story that time, so it's actually <laughs> no <laughs> pun intended. You know, uh, yes. um, so when I worked out in Vegas as a security officer back in, you know, another lifetime, mm -hmm. uh, that was actually written on the wall <laughs> during the oh. during uh, at the comedian <laughs> oh. area. It's pretty bad. Yeah, that's how bad oh the jokes were. And you remembered it too. I unfortunately I did. Yeah. Well, when that you see it every day for like two years. Yes. When you see it every day for two years, it kind of sticks in your brain. It made an impression. It did make an impression. <laughs> well, I, was, I was wondering when they're going to put a new joke up there, and they never did. They never did. All right. Do we have any more questions? Yes. Oh, let's see. Uh, okay. <laughs> She's enjoying the buttons as much as I am. I am loving the buttons. They're like just barely like right here. Uh, one has not popped up yet. Okay. Wow. Okay. Okay. We can just talk Usually they're a lot more chatty about this, but you guys quiet? hey guys, because um, the cool thing about this is if you're qu if they're quiet, yeah, you're answering all of their questions. They've uh, already made their decision. I love that. So <laughs> much. Here's, here's I the big thing. That. There's actually a there's actually a button that can be pushed that reminds people to give us comments. Ooh, nice. Oh, so he loves his buttons. You know what? You're pushing all the right buttons. Actually, I didn't push that. I actually didn't push that. Oh, oh, you did got it. it. Oh, he found one. He found one. Yes. And I totally lost my comment section. All right. So, um, but yeah, um, let's let's go back to to the notes that we had up here and see if there's anything we didn't touch on yet. Uh, okay. So uh, let's talk about homeless. Mm, let's do homeless, homeless, Homelessness. Yeah. 
Or so, in, what was that uh, that recent bill that came out that he's freaking out about? It was SB 31? He's acting yeah. like I'm in the legislature still. I see. I'm not. See. I'm not there. Oh, this came out recently. It's, I don't know, it killed okay. me. It's 30, 3101 so, or something. I, this is the common man speaking to both of you politicians. Yeah, let's hear it. It's such a large problem yeah. that is almost seemingly... Um, don't say it. Don't say it. You're okay. going to say it. Are you going to say it? No, I'm not going to say it. Okay. Because I thought maybe you were going to say that it's something that we can't actually solve. Well, I wasn't going to say that, but it okay, seems good. so impossible. Okay, that's close, though. Yeah. That's close. Now, I want to be optimistic yeah, about it. So right. give me some optimism. So we all know and feel, right, that yeah. it's what's happening on our streets is inhumane. It's an actual humanitarian crisis. And for probably, I think it's been since the Obama administration, he yes. came up with these policies that were called Housing First. Mm -hmm. And he had this vision that said, we are going to end homelessness for veterans by year X. I think it was like five years. We're going to end homelessness for women and children by year Y. And that was a couple years beyond that. And, and we're going to do that by focusing on housing. That hasn't worked. That yeah, hasn't worked. Yeah, we got one for that one. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. The novelty will wear off soon. But not yet. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. It's very new. I it's love very it. new. It's like a shiny will. object. Shiny. But, but next yeah. week or so, we'll probably be bored of it. Okay. <laughs> it's a shiny penny. Or it's a shiny penny. She uh -huh. actually has the ability to take these buttons away from me at any point. She, so she, she, she might think about it. Yeah. yeah. But but the but the homeless crisis is not simply uh, it it isn't an easy button, right? Yes. Ooh, you cannot cool. just say it's one thing. It's it's this and this yes. and this and this. It's the fabric of society has so frayed. Yes. People have have some people have lost that grip on the bottom rung of the ladder to be able to find their place, and and housing is part of it. Affordability is part of it, and so is mental health and behavioral yes. health. Yes. Yes. And yes. And connections for community. And oh, by the way, Oregon passed Measure One Ten, which legalized possession of hard drugs. That's not helping any of us. No, I, I, so I don't. That's why I'm saying. You know, I don't even get the pro, the thought process behind that. You know, I really don't. I mean, I haven't found guys, one good argument on it. Yeah, that pushed my button. It actually. is. It is a different. It's a. It's now we have to approach it differently because. Yeah. There is this possibility that, um, based on how hard some of those drugs are, that it's going to be more challenging. The human crisis, a human crisis is always more complex and takes more time that's it. than a building crisis. Yes. Like, if it's just building, that's one thing. Yes. But this is a human crisis. It's nuanced. And it's going to take... It's going to take all-in mentality, but mm -hmm. we need to enforce existing laws. I love that. We need to. We environmental degradation mm -hmm. is extraordinary out there. <laughs> Trash and needles and all of the dangerous things, criminal activity. All of those are real and they're happening in communities mm -hmm. and in neighborhoods that, that are experiencing it. Like, when is this going to stop? It's going to stop when we intervene in a way that says, "I'm going to I'm going to provide assistance. I'm yeah. going to provide help." And oh, by the way, you also can't stay here. Hmm. Yes, exactly. Hmm. That's a big thing too. Is well, we're looking at some of the. We're recently reviewing that um, in the uh, city council, mm -hmm. and I can't talk too much on it because I can't speak on behalf of city council outside of there. Um, so, but that's one of the things you're recently looking at, and one of the challenges that I think that we're gonna be facing is at least in our area. Um, can you? Oh, there's a couple questions that did pop up. So, um, but one of the challenges we're facing is is. Mm -hmm. While we have the uh, you know the resources out there to get people to go to, mm -hmm. well, we don't have them in here in Estacada. Right. And there's 
been recent changes in laws because of the Supreme Court where mm-hmm. you can't just, you know, tell someone to get out there. You can't, you can't sleep there. Mm-hmm. And so the challenge, I think, is going to be is try to find ways to provide the tools to law enforcement also yeah. to do this, to do the job as well, mm-hmm. let alone because so- social services, I think that's just broken on their end. They don't get out there. Nonprofits can't do all the work on there. Mm-hmm. It does take law enforcement sometimes to get people to move. Mm-hmm. And they tied a lot of cities' hands because... Well, yeah. and the legislature and made it worse. Too. They, well, it needs a lot of pressure on law enforcement. Yeah, it does. It absolutely puts even pressure though, on them. Yeah, a large percent, even yeah. I think 90% of their calls are mental health calls. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. there are some tricks that I, I've looked at there, but I, I'm going to hold those cards a little closer um, mm-hmm. until we comes up to the council conversation. But, so. you know, the legislature made this problem worse. Mm-hmm. The like single-party control enabled this. It's got to stop. I mean, yeah. they didn't just say... Okay, the courts say that you have to let people stay where they are. It's not illegal to be homeless. That we know that intuitively. Right. They haven't it's right. not criminal to it's be been used, homeless. Yeah, it's been used before, yeah. but it's not yes. And so but the legislature <laughs> also said now you can put up blue tarps and tents and stay where you are and build a little build a little house yes. there. That is not okay. No, That's enabling the problem. Sanitary. It's well, not sanitary. It's dangerous for them. It's yes, and well, they're for them. Also, they're yes. all worried about here's the thing that they're also they're worried about you know, what's fair and everything else for the homeless, they get that. Mm-hmm. But they completely just leave out what's fair to the business owners, mm-hmm. the homeowners, the, the property Well, what they're owners. acting like is fair to the homeless isn't fair to the homeless. I don't think it's fair to anybody to say it's okay if you sleep outside uh, on I a agree. sidewalk. And, that's, I mean, and there's good. a variety of different ones. You got, you got the those out there that uh, can't or won't. Mm-hmm. Go to it's um, complex. It is very to, complex. Go it to is. The, the shelters, maybe yeah. because of drugs. Um, there's a, there's mental uh, mm-hmm. disorders out there that, that cause it, and then there's a whole class of people out there that just don't want to uh, abide by uh, you know abide by right. a society's laws and rules, and so they want to kind of step outside of that. Mm-hmm. And so you got those whole different class of it. I keep hearing that there's there's um, not enough beds for them. Right, and, I've heard that too. But I, my research has shown other than that. The mm-hmm. thing is that there's more beds than there are people that want to go to yeah. use them. And technically, according to the national mm-hmm. statistics, there's more homeless in yeah. Oregon than there are beds. About 14,000 is what they're tracking on a national level, 6,500 mm-hmm. beds in the metro area. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that those beds are going empty at nights because people don't want to adhere to the either the, to the, the rules. Yeah, and the rules mm-hmm. are don't do drugs in by a certain mm-hmm. time. You know, you have to leave by certain times or whatever it might be. Yeah. There's certain rules there. They don't want to follow them, and so they're choosing it to take them. Mm-hmm. And so they constantly want to say that there's oh there's not enough beds. We got to spend mm-hmm. millions of dollars to build these high end tech. You know, like the one they built off of a hundred. Was it? A, you know, was that? I think it was like Burnside and a hundred and. 22nd, I think it was. It's not in that area somewhere. Yeah. There's a brand new, right next to the Max Line. Mm-hmm. It's uh, They built this gigantic, I think it was like $10 million. It's a massive building, really expensive, for as a homeless shelter. Mm-hmm. And um, the the thing is, um, when I was hearing about that, I, I was driving Uber back on the day when they were first building it. Yeah. And um, I uh, I had a couple of people over, and more than once, I'd have a, someone that worked in a homeless shelter riding in my vehicle, and they said, I don't get why they keep building more beds. Mm-hmm. We have beds. Nobody wants them. So right here, even in Estacada, you guys have Adult and Teen Challenge mm-hmm. here in town, mm-hmm. and they have beds open. Yes, they do. They are not at capacity. Nope. And that's an extraordinary local nonprofit that's yeah. doing great work in people's yes. lives, intervening, changing mm-hmm. lives, helping yeah. people, 
and they have beds available. Yeah, and, and I mean, so, and you work with them often. Yes. Mm-hmm. And correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't it one of the things that they say is that they have to want to change, right? They have to want to change, and a lot. Of, well, I would say some who go in mm-hmm. are, you know, <laughs> this is from a mental health perspective, but a lot of us addicts are little kids. Mm-hmm. We're little, little itty bitty kids have been traumatized or yeah. maybe not. And we haven't grown past our alcohol addiction. So, yeah. or whatever addiction. So yeah. we don't sometimes want to be told, yeah. you know, be in by a certain time or don't do this or don't do that. Mm-hmm. Yes. And a lot of time there's a revolving door as mm-hmm. well. So there's a lot of, it's nuanced mm-hmm. as you were saying. It is. And, and because we're dealing with human beings, yeah. <laughs> not human, human doings. We're yeah. dealing with human beings yeah. and it makes it really complex. Mm-hmm. And that's, Went back to can we, like you said, provide enough to suit a person's need and also do only what God can do is make a person actually take advantage of that. Yeah, change hearts. Change hearts. Yes. Yes. Hearts and minds. Yes. But you know, I think though too, when it comes to this challenge... It, we've got to make progress. We don't have to hit perfection. Ooh, we have, love that. But we have to make progress. Awesome. And so it awesome. can't be such a big problem that we uh, don't word. feel like we have a responsibility to make progress. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. The, the word progress, I hate that word. you know why? Why is that? Because they've abused that up in the uh, national Congress level. Oh, you mean like progressives? Yeah, oh no, it's, it's, every time you hear, you hear, oh, we're making lots of progress. Oh, there's oh. lots of progress. We're, we're going to make progress on that. And, it's, mm. and when they're trying to, when they're basically trying to cover up actually getting nothing done. Oh. And so they've ruined that word for me. Well, I'm sorry, but like, look at this, look at the challenges of homelessness. Mm-hmm. And, 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 okay, what we have to say is, do we really understand the scope of the problem? Do we really know what it is we're dealing with? What they, what is needed out there to Felt respond needs. to this? Yep. What are the, what are the needs? Mm-hmm. Do we, do we have clarity on the needs? We have clarity on resources to apply to those needs, and are we willing to do the work? So we have to say yes to all that. Yes, and you, what you just defi- de- define there is mm-hmm. a typical project plan. Mm-hmm, right. And I haven't seen one of those yet. with metrics. Yes, with, with metrics. metrics. Yeah. By the way, and data points. We have more yeah. questions. <laughs> yes. Yes. So let's, let's get to some. That. Let's get some of these we'll questions. It. It's also called accountability. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> accountability. <laughs> let's do that. Uh, so I uh, I have a couple questions here. Um, what will Drazen do about restoring gun rights to the people? Oh. <laughs> that is a great Second question. Amendment. Second Amendment. I'm yes. a strong supporter of the Second Amendment. Yes. And yes. Uh, and I can and I can tell you I will Ms. veto. Dreisen, yes. Would you take a guy with one eye shooting? <laughs> you want to commit right here on the show? I I would commit to take you shooting. Are you? Are you, oh. you are welcome to come to my gun club anytime. Oh. You have one? Yeah. My, whoa, whoa, whoa! My husband is the member. I am the family. Okay. <laughs> By the way, don't get me in trouble. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you didn't hear that, guys. You didn't hear. Can it. you repeat the line about the Second Amendment again? Yeah. I just said I just said I'm a strong supporter of the Second Amendment. Okay, there we go. Oh, there it works. Well, it, she keeps trying to do it for me. <laughs> okay. I think it's a husband-wife so, argument right there. <laughs> right on the buttons. <laughs> Brandy, you're in charge. Yes. yes. Uh, she, may, she may not touch it. I may have just got it a little too excited and hit it like three times. Okay. Anyways, but yeah, so um, that's awesome. Uh, I, I, I I love the Second Amendment. I am a gun owner, and I, I am a multi-gun owner. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you're planning on breaking into my house, you will cost you. It will be a bad day. It will be a bad day. Or night. But you know, answer that question. It was a question about that. Yeah. About the Second Amendment. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So the the restoring uh, Second Amendment rights is is uh, something that we do in the legislature, and so a lot of what we've done, a lot of what's happened in Oregon has, in fact, limited Second Amendment rights in one way or another over the course of the years. We have very complex Second Second Amendment legislation in in Oregon, and 
and as governor, I can veto anything that comes my way. I can I can make rulemaking such that you you know that you can process applications faster, that you can be yeah. responsive. But as far as repealing existing statute, that's outside the scope of the governor. So people who want to repeal existing statute need to challenge them in the courts. Um, or they need to, it's, it's how they vote. And you change need to the vote. way you vote. Change how you vote. Stop, stop being the silent vote. majority and start being the loud majority. That's right. Yep. Elect a majority that will, in fact, repeal the legislation. And if in anything shy of that, we got to pursue in the courts. Exactly, exactly. I love how answers just roll off your tongue. <laughs> and it's, it's authentic. It's not a rehearsal. It's just because I've seen look right. at many of your public speaking events. Yeah. And it's like, you are true blue. You're like, boom, boom, right on it. I wish I was that quick. Oh, you are I, that quick. I, I think Come you, on now. Come on now. You yeah. are. I think you partially answered the next question on okay. here. Can you reverse measure 110 oh, when you are yeah. governor? So 110, um, I do not support 110. And I and the leadership that I would provide on 110 would be to move us toward an additional opportunity for Oregonians to vote on a correction on that thing. It's a ballot measure. Oregonians voted on it. I respect or the vote of Oregonians. Let's take right? a minute. Even and if clarify. I don't agree. Even if I don't agree. Let's clarify for those who don't know what Measure 110 is for. So what Measure 110 uh, legalized possession of a variety of what we would what we would have considered hard drugs, and in exchange the the what was sold to Oregonians was that we would have additional access to recovery services, behavioral and mental health support yes. services, which well, we I desperately got, need. Yes. I, I, I got a button for that on, on, on their, their success of that one. on the button. On there you go. The that, that, that's the success of that. <laughs> okay, so. got it. Yeah, and, but it's true. Awesome. It's true. No, it's true. It was, not, it was not implemented in a way that was in keeping with what Oregonians voted for. Well, exactly. Um, I think what they're voting for is to is to have some sort of success to try to better treat them. Treat them. But treatment, I don't see, treatment. I don't see why decriminalizing is, ta is taking away a tool that was heavily used for mm -hmm. avoiding them doing it. And they yeah. said, here, we're going to deal with treatments. And so when Oregonians asked for better treatments in exchange mm -hmm. for taking that away, this is what they got right here. I'd say that's true. For those who, for for Tony who can't see, there's a no. Bacon. That was bacon. There's a, there's a, there's <laughs> that was bacon going across. He yeah, saw yes, bacon. he got. He saw. All okay. I saw was bacon. But <laughs> <laughs> like, all Oregonians got was bacon. I've been waiting to use that button also. Finally, finally found a reason to use it. Yes. But no, it's a very yeah. it's a very serious concern. It is because uh, Oregon is among the worst in the nation of addiction rates. Yes. And okay. Worst case combination of of worst ever. We're also the worst in the nation for access to treatment. Yep. Like that is that is devastating to our communities. We have a waiting list from here to yeah. here. Yeah, the um the the Oregon has kind of become the number one for being the worst at a lot of things. At a lot of things that matter. So, but before we get matter. to mm -hmm. before we get to what those might be, let's go and take another word from one of our sponsors, which, by the way, is Backwards Brothers is our sponsor. And by <laughs> meaning that is that we uh, we sponsor ourselves by having merchandise. Oh, nice! Yes. You know, we have some great merchandise uh, things that were recently designed. It's called the, the Pissed Off Patriot line. The mug and um, the yep. mug, and we have these. But the the, the Pissed Off Patriot, though. Huh? Yeah, the Pissed Off Patriot line. Yeah. That's, that's a new line that we just came out with. Um, we've we've gotten a logo done, but we are working on some other really cool stuff that I think people are going to really like when it comes out. But the logo it took a little while to come out with, with what we liked, and we've made some cool merchandise on it. Oh. We have some high quality shirts, and we have some high quality. So different water drinking stuff let's just take one quick second and i put this together for you guys to take a look at that i'm gonna see this tony's excited
<laughs> so I was, I was hi guys. I, oh, I was watching the um, the video and I made a mess. Yes. So <laughs> guys, check that out online. Producer has a has a rag. Yeah. Check. It. And so while Joel's playing with his buttons and spilling stuff, check that out online <laughs> um, and make sure you want to pick one up today. As a matter of fact, hey guys, this weekend. We're going to be up at, there you go. There you this go. weekend, we're going to be up at the Jesse Lee concert. Woo! And we have a very important role to play in that. We're going to be pretty much starting the show. I love this so much. It's going to be so be much so fun. fun. So um, give yes. Jesse Lee a uh, Facebook um, message. And she'll give you her address, and you will not want to miss this awesome concert starting at 7 o'clock, right? Have you heard of Jesse Lee? I've heard of Jesse Lee. I've never seen her in concert. Hey, are you, you going to be there? Broski, 7 so, o'clock, right? I have no idea. 7.30. 7.30, 7.30. But check it out on Facebook, okay? So, yeah, All right. Again, that's the 12th, it is? So, yeah, on Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. So, um, yes, if you, I'm sure that uh, Jesse will give you the invitation if you'd like. I would love that. Yes. So it's at 7 30 night. Christine is going to be. Oh, wait. There. I oh. don't know what I'm doing. On... At the gun range. Um, <laughs> at the I'm, gun I'm range. That is where you're going. Gun range. I won't I'm be sorry, there, bro. I'm, I'm going to the gun range. You know, is your person behind the, behind the thing, is she able to answer that for you? She's able to answer that can, for Can me. you let us know in the comments if that, uh, <laughs> if we have if, her. If, in, our, in our back behind the scenes yes. communication, if she's available to be there because. Somebody will tell us. Yes. Because um, person I, will know. Right. Yes. Putting completely on the spot. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure at all. No pressure at all. What's that? Uh, what's that? What's that thing for Jeopardy? Do, 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 no, no. Do, do, do. I am loving this. I am loving this soundtrack. I am loving. You are so. Okay. Oh, so unfortunately, she's already needs, committed for that time. Everybody needs a Christine doll. Okay. <laughs> Oh, no. Anytime. Nobody needs that. Nobody needs <laughs> a that. Bottle head. Nobody <laughs> needs a bobblehead. Yes, yes. Here, here. This, this is we, we got. Oh, we're back to a button. Oh, we're back, we're back to, a to a button. Here, okay. Here, we, we got we got this for the Christine doll. Oh, that's oh. what I like. This one I like. Yes. yes, that's the sweetest. So, and then or and then along with this one. <laughs> He's fucking. I'm telling you, these buttons are gonna start disappearing off here because you know she can erase like them. She's like, I can't do it. Y'all okay. need to look at a lot of pictures on there. Yeah. <laughs> he likes books with lots of pictures. Okay. Yes, there we go. You know, so, um, yeah. being a politician, yes, um, you live in a glass house. You uh -huh. literally do. Yeah. Um, and having a friend, uh, uh, my best friend, who is in politics, um, it's a glass house. Yeah. How are you going to balance that out? Yeah. How are you going to have your private time and how right. are you going to have your public time? Uh, I think right now, because I'm all in to run for governor, yes. that I... Husband, you're cooking your own food then. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, there's a, there's kind of a lack of balance right now, right? Yeah. Work-life balance is kind of a little bit off. Yeah. Um, but I think that the best way to navigate all of this stuff, at least yeah. how I've handled it so far, is to just try to be authentic no matter where mm -hmm. I am. So there's not like this disconnect from the person that I am when I go home, from the person I am when I'm sitting with you guys, yeah. from the person I am when I'm talking to folks. Absolutely. Like as long as it's all just me, mm -hmm. then the difference is really whether or not I have time to get my hair done. <laughs> so that's so like if I could just protect my time hey, and get my I know, when you're I, know, I don't have that problem so <laughs> when much. you're governor you won't have to worry about that you, you get right. your hair done by yeah. you know like yeah. you know I want to spend Valentine's Day with my husband yeah. I want to have eggs and toast with my daughter I want to make sure I get my oh. hair done I want to do college tours with my son can you, you know? tell that story 
about oh, the eggs and toast. Oh, eggs and toast. Eggs I don't know. I, I didn't ask. Yeah, eggs and toast. Do you, do you not? So I don't okay. know. The, I don't know the story about so eggs and toast. As long as my daughter doesn't see this, that's what oh, matters. Oh. We can't. She, we can't let my daughter see because it's all in the line. I can't. I can't you guys, you have to make sure she doesn't see this. I have no okay. way. To, I know where to stop so her. When I first decided to run, okay, we won't call her by her real names. We won't yeah. call her by any names. But when I made the decision to run the first time, my daughter was ten, and now she's fourteen. Right? She's going to turn fifteen in like three months and so she's getting older yeah but when I first decided to do this I had this conversation with every member of my family I am considering Mm -hmm. serving the community I want to run for the state legislature what do you think and my husband he's all in you know it's the right thing to do you're gonna be great for the community my boys they're they're excited get to my daughter I talked to my daughter she's 10 we sit down and have this conversation she just said I just want to know if you're gonna be home for breakfast and you guys, it's not what I was expecting. Hey, the she most important say, meal of the day, it's yeah. The most important meal of the day. Yeah. But the reason you're still mom, right? I'm still yeah. mom. But the yeah. reason is because her brothers are older, right? And yeah. so they get on the bus first. Uh-huh. And we had this time every single morning yeah. where there's a spare hour. There's just the two of us. And I would make eggs and toast and we would sit down and she would talk about whatever she wants to talk about. And I know I'm talking a lot right now, but eggs and toast time (laughs) was my daughter's time to talk and my time to listen. And she wanted to know that if I did this thing, is she still going to matter? I think that was yes. The answer is yes. We will have eggs and toast at midnight. We will do whatever it takes for you to know you're my priority. Do you know, I love that because what you're going to bring out into the public is Mm -hmm. who you are inside Mm -hmm. the home. Yeah. And our kids are going to be better for it. So, I hope I hope that my kids are also better for it. Yeah. That they see public service is something where you're doing it to make a difference, and you can make a difference. Yes, and you yes. know it's not just it's not mudslinging. It really yeah. is serving people and talking to people about what they need. Right, eggs and toast sounds like the the title of a good like biography book or something. Eggs and toast. Eggs and, eggs toast. and toast. It could be a t-shirt too. Eggs and toast. Ooh, <laughs> there you right. go. Right. Down. Oh, and then. Christine Drive. Eggs, Eggs and Toast. Eggs and Toast with Christine Drive. Yes. That's going to be your, your, your full-on. Is that your new campaign That could be your morning show. Eggs and Toast, Eggs and with, toast with Christine Good morning. It sounds like a good show. It does. It is. Eggs and Toast with Christine <laughs> Yes, right there. <laughs> Love it. As long as I can sing the jingle. You get to sing the jingle. You Eggs are and Toast, the only here on Backward You're in the soundtrack Brothers. for Eggs and Toast. You're in. You're in. Awesome, awesome. Uh, a couple more comments on here. Uh, it says, I like the idea of electing a superintendent for public education again. Mm, me too. Oh, me too. Yes. You, me too. I had a yes. bill for that. I had a bill for that. You guys, it's time for the leader of our schools to be accountable directly to Oregonians. Yep. Definitely. And for too long, that position has become too political. Oh, yes. And a complete lack of accountable accountability directly to parents, families, and the students who, that are intended to be served. So I am all in for that. Exactly, exactly. By the way, uh, Tony, Kurt is waiting to take you shooting this year, though. <laughs> ah, Kurt, you're the man. Yes. You should have seen me the last time I went shooting. Uh, I think I, uh, you I, know, it was funny. That video might actually... Patreon. Ask, the video will be on Patreon. Okay. Oh, actually, no. You know, um, I, I don't think we're allowed to show... Oh. That video because of where we were at. Ah. We there's we not we weren't supposed to take video. I feel there. like there's a story to this. There's a story. We'll <laughs> yeah, tell you later. It was so uh, the, 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 the short story is um, don't give Tony a gun and make noises. 
Because <laughs> everything around you will get shot. Everything. If the if the dogs make it, no, I don't know. That. No. So <laughs> if the cats make a noise, yeah. We we, we 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 went we went to a place. I'm a dog guy. guy. Yeah. We yeah. went to a place where they have this uh, shooting scenarios, mm-hmm. and it's what they it's it's a took, it's it a was fake your birthday. Yeah, it was my birthday. It's fake air. It's a pistol that have air. You know, yeah, so when yeah. you fire, it feels like you're firing a real pistol. Mm-hmm. Um, but it uses air. And you, we have this place where it's at 340 degrees. Oh, and wow. you put on a belt that if you Virtual don't shoot thing. the person yeah. in time, it shocks you. Yeah. Oh, dang. And I said, turn it up. I said, <laughs> I want the full shock. <laughs> you yeah. want to feel it? Well, believe me, I got it. I got it. So the first time he, the first, the first time, he was doing good <laughs> no. at first. He was like, oh, he was, no. he was, he was yes. only, he was shooting in the night areas. And he was being very calm. And he was being tactical about it. And the first time he missed, and got shocked. Oh. And I gave him. Oh, all, all <laughs> that went out the window. Every time there was Vigilating a single, with any noise, it was bam, bam, bam in every direction. Says, yeah, so Christine, you might want to make sure that you put a bill in for Just to save you from this. Just to save you from myself. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, this does not sound as fun as it could have. <laughs> it was actually pretty good. I actually, um, I actually, I actually went there with uh, Mayor Drinkwine. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, wow. I, I took him there. And um, the the funny part about here is while we were there, um, him and I are up there, and we're doing the, the shooting thing. Mm-hmm. And um, what we what we had noticed is the belt that mm-hmm. he was wearing had actually fallen down to the ground. For, oh. him, for him, not his pants, just the belt, the yeah, shot yeah, yeah. had fallen down to the ground. So he was not being shot. And, and so when I when it came to the point where I missed, story. we 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 were shooting most people on the thing. We were pretty good at it mm-hmm. up until the one where they, they overwhelmed us from behind and we didn't know. And so I got <laughs> yes. shocked. I I'm like oh, and I fall to the ground on my knees. I'm like it's getting shocked, right? Uh-huh. And he he's just standing there like nothing. Right. And the instructor goes, "Wow, that was one badass mayor. Like he's getting <laughs> shot. <laughs> going down. No, Tur- turns out." Turns out. <laughs> it turns out the bell fell. He wasn't being shocked at all. Yes. Yes, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, Sean, why did you tell him that? You could have thought, that. like, man, I ain't ever going to mess with that cicada. He is kind of badass. Because he is a badass, he man. Is, he leads with class. Oh, yes. He leads with purpose. Just and he's deeply committed to the community. Deeply committed. Oh, yes. Yeah. And he, he's yeah. shown that over and over again. Yeah. And actually, we had a chance to do an uh, interview with him. Mm. And we have a video on that. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had a, we got a chance to interview... Uh, Mayor uh, Mayor Drinkwine, mm-hmm. we interview uh, uh, Mayor Pulliam, mm-hmm. now candidate Pulliam, mm-hmm. and we ended it, and these are individual interviews, yeah. and also. Um, Did you Scott Kaiser? Scott. Yes, I was about to say. I was about to say. Uh, also, I was to say, my man, my man, Scott Kaiser, yeah. Mayor Kaiser, yes. out of Malala. Yes, and so we might show those, throw those back up mm-hmm. eventually for people to see those again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they are they are on our website if you want to see them. Um, we have another question. Wait, hold on, hold on, before we get the question. Jeez, there you go. It's a button. Oh, it's a button. <laughs> yes, yeah, of course it's a button. One of these days, one of these shows, I'm going to... I'm wearing it off to me. Um, well, will you allow the loggers to clear the trees so our forest can have a healthier and clean so that there, if there's another a fire again? Yeah. Oh, that was it. Forest management. Yes. Forest management matters. Yes, it does. So when we have these fires, the fires are, all, you know, more extreme and cat- more catastrophic on... The forest lands that are federal forest lands that aren't managed by the federal government. If you look at the fire starts that happen in private lands that are carefully managed, you know those fires do not spread as fast as far. They put them out, and but on the federal forest lands, they have real problems, and they've got to be partners in this. They've got to come in and manage, and state lands could do a better job managing too. I believe that we have got to manage our forests in a way that includes harvest. It cannot just wow. assume that hmm. we let it burn as a way to clear the forest. That's, 
you know what? When we talk about these larger issues, people talk uh, quite a bit about to climb about climate with me. Yes. And the the carbon emissions that you actually release uh, from these catastrophic fires that we have had uh, is you know like a year's worth of, of pollution from cars in Portland from one of these fires that we'll have in a summer. And so letting the trees burn is the worst possible scenario for all of us. It's worse. It's bad for the planet. It's bad. It's bad for all of us. It's bad and for our communities. Dangerous. And it's dangerous. And so, um, you know, before we came here, I had the opportunity to visit with a former constituent whose home was lost during the fires. Mm -hmm. And they have just been become to me, dear friends. I hope it's mutual. But they went through this whole rebuilding process. But you know, notification for that didn't happen. You know, I mean, somebody ended up coming down their driveway, but they didn't get the call, and and it was incredibly dangerous for them, and they lost their home. And now they have this ability to get back into this brand new home and this brand new space, but they've lost forty five years of memories in that in that yes. experience. I mean, these fires have real human impacts. And there's no amount of uh, insurance or anything else that can replace that. Well, Just, and they wanted their home, right? They, mm -hmm. Christine, are they just moving in now? Yeah, they just got this is a, uh, in December. It's, almost, wow. it's been a, yeah. see, it's been a year, and, year and, and a half. And some of their neighbors are still not rebuilt and back in their home. And it's right outside, as you know, uh -huh. right, right yep. along the river. Yes. You know where... What they, I mean. uh, yeah, there's yeah. there's actually quite a few places, not just uh, along the river, but yeah. uh, further up, wow. um, yeah. off of like Hillock Burn, just yeah. for issues. Yeah. Wow. So and so, wow. yeah, the losses are extraordinary, and yeah. managing our forests in a way that includes harvest. Well, I think they call it treating. There's technical terms for it, mm -hmm. where you go in and you th and you treat and you thin, and and that really will make a difference in in the catastrophic nature of our fires. You addressed that we lost our land in the mm. fires. That's actually how we became friends is mm. during that fire time. So, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my That's gosh, a big I'm story, so but sorry. I'll tell you that. Yeah. yeah, please. It, you know what? The blessings outweigh the deficits. Mm. I wouldn't have met them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, definitely. Yeah, yeah that, that was definitely an interesting time. I only left. During the Estacada, I think I was only out of Estacada for a total of like 12 hours the entire time. Yeah. You guys were amazing. Yes. Oh, man. I mean, my my lungs hurt for visit, months. Oh. And I was just like, oh, yep. my gosh, look what you guys have put together. Well, you came down. Yeah. The one thing that I remember most about you is we had a lot of different... Uh, a lot of different representatives mm -hmm. visit. Mm -hmm. yeah. You were the only one that came in and got your hands dirty. Yeah. You actually got your hands in there and you were did some mm -hmm. did some work. Christine's the one. Yeah, she rolled. Up some, I've heard him reference she, you a lot. Yeah, she's rolled up her sleeves and got got mm -hmm. her hands to work on there. And she, I think, you spent a couple hours working there. From yeah. Right? Well, oh, so wow. you guys. So. The, but what happened in this community is extraordinary, um, because of the leadership that you guys showed and the way you guys pulled together to really recognize. You guys knew what what your community needed. Well, and you pulled together. We had we had a lot of really good leadership on besides, you know, just what we were trying to do. Uh, mm -hmm. we had Mayor Drinkwine yeah. there that mm -hmm. really I mean, um, I want we gotta give him the credit for the uh, of actually having that that com idea, the command it? center. Well yeah, yeah what he said to yeah. me was he, he he looked at the chaos that was going on down there. Mm -hmm. the, the city wasn't doing yep. wasn't wasn't stepping up, the yeah. county wasn't there. Mm -hmm. It was a disaster in this area. Mm -hmm. And he says, We need to get a command center going. Yep. And I said to him, I'll take care of it. But that command and center <laughs> was birthed out of that statement there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and it, I was doing what I could to communicate with them because even the communication was broken down heavily. And, yeah. you know, we, we were trying to, to do what we could from, you know, from a brand new. We were, we were only a couple of months old as a yeah. group at the time. 
And so we were still trying to find our own feet. Mm. And then, you know, we mm. just were able to organize people together. And, yeah. you know, and it really was, like I said, I, I but I, that definitely is birth, birth out of Mayor Drinkwine. Mm. And he was down there every yeah. single day, yeah. Yeah. constantly. And they're checking in to make sure that things were running the right way. Mm-hmm. People yeah. were taken care of and mm-hmm. seeing what else we could do. Um, I remember um, I remember a certain person very close to you said, would you make sure he gets some sleep? Because he was literally oh, well. walking around like, a zombie, but very tuned into mm-hmm. a mission. Mm-hmm. So is yeah. I was not a zombie. <laughs> a zombie like. Uh, I, I was, no, was mission oriented. <laughs> it was he was mission oriented. You were focused. Uh, focused. I, I, yeah. I spent a year and a half in the Afghanistan, and I, I was the exact same way there. I was mission focused, and sleep mm-hmm. was secondary. Yeah. Sleep, I, yeah. I literally, I, I, I slept, literally slept in the, uh, in the, um, the center there. In yeah, and I only came home. Yeah. I think every every think couple days like, to take a shower. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I slept down there, and uh, you know, I'd, I'd work. I'd get a couple hours, and you get up in the morning, continue going on, and mm-hmm. it was, it was, it was a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, so, but it was needed work. It was. Uh, yes, it was needed. Mm-hmm. It was, it was needed, yeah. and uh, my employer was great. Uh, used up all my vacation time. <laughs> they, they didn't have a policy in <laughs> oh, place. They actually created a policy because of me mm. in that work, and I work for a pretty big company. They didn't have a policy. If you're working on a fire, you don't yeah, have to. No, it, 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 it was how many like, people have that? Was, right. They're working some, on a fire. <laughs> It was some sort of community service thing at the time. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. but I literally, I got, we got no vacation that, that year for the family because of it. And, mm-hmm. um, but that was, it was definitely, it was worth it. It was worth everything on it. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'll but do it again. But let's never do that again, though. Well, let's yeah. Let's never do that again. Let's uh, never do that afraid. again. Yeah. Uh, yes. Let's never do it again. Yeah. But, but if I had to go back. If it happened, you would do it again. It, yes. Yeah. If yeah. it happened, I would do it again. Or I'd go back in time mm-hmm. and, you know, I would. If, yeah. I, if we couldn't stop the fire, then I'd do that. So. You know, but because of that, as as governor, I've been I thought an awful lot about emergency management response, and and what was clear to me for the people that were going through that experience was that to have one central place to go to for information for you know what to do in the recovery period immediately following those fires. I absolutely believe that we need that centralized, like the command center concept you guys have here locally. I think the state owes it to people to give them that, you know, like an emergency, not the emergency management system that actually exists to, you know, like deploy the National Guard. But I'm talking about like an ombudsman equivalent where there's somebody you can call and you can say, I'm having problems with my insurance or not clearing stuff for me, or I'm having problems with permitting, or I don't know where to get supplies, or I don't know, you know, like how do you actually coordinate all of these entities that want to donate stuff and want to give and support like, let's give them some place to centrally coordinate. That's kind of what the relief center became at the time. It became that. Uh, we had, we had, we had, at the relief center, we had uh, donations being dropped yep. off. We had mental health services down there. Mm-hmm. We had insurance carriers down there. We had um, fire restoration cleanup people down there, too, that were yeah. also there. So they connected. I think FEMA came by. Um, well, they actually know they didn't come by. They stayed over into their own place after we came completely out of it. That's what it was. Right, I was going to say, we tried, we, came after it was closed we, 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 we tried to get FEMA to come out. Yes. That's what it was. Yeah. Uh, Red, Claw, uh, Red Cross was down there in a truck shortly. Mm-hmm. They didn't do a whole lot. But they did give out. FEMA's they, they food they give was out. bad. That's what I heard. What's that? That the FEMA food was bad. <laughs> That's I, what I heard. Wasn't it, you know, um, wasn't it uh, the packets of... Yeah, somebody uh, said... I don't know. Like ERT, what, are the, what do you know? MR, MREs. Yeah. MREs. Did they have that? Uh, possibly. I don't know. We, we I know we had hot, we had hot food every single food, night. So they had hot food. We literally had <laughs> Chick-fil-A delivered what? out there. Yes. I uh, did, what, the Chick-fil-A why was donated. I not there on that night? Oh, not my fault. We had meals. I was doing mental health. Every single night. I was doing mental health. By the way, I want to take a moment to give a shout out to one of the businesses here in town. Um, 
It was Lou's drive-in, Marv. Oh, he he yes. he lived in his in his uh, in his restaurant. That's he cooked right. three That's times right. a day. He, he fed ODOT and people up the way. He fed yeah. us. And uh, man, he I think he fed sixty five hundred so meals. Amazing. That's yeah. That's so amazing. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I think we were. I think we we have an estimated people we reached is twenty five to thirty thousand people. Oh my gosh. We had people from as far out as Hillsboro mm. coming in for stuff. Uh, donations were coming from different states. Yeah. You know so. what? We have her in. We should talk about her a little bit. Yeah. Sorry, you got me started on that. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, oh, just rolling. Like, I just like, what? Well, yeah. Yes. Just read the book. It's one of Joel's my books. Come is, out. He's going to come up with the book. But it is one of my. Okay, you guys, being a state representative, the, the it's an extraordinary opportunity to recognize people and to thank people for leading in their own communities and to let people tear their stories. And yeah. this story of what happened in this town during that fire is absolutely inspiring. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. That's, that's awesome. awesome. So I'll see if we have any more new comments. The newest comment I said, the, it says, the mayor of Estacada thanks you. Oh. <laughs> so um, yes. there's, there's a few that I skipped earlier because I, I wanted to kind of wrap up and see how many actually came in. But there's a whole bunch of people that says, you got my vote. Oh, you guys are uh, awesome. Uh, so, yeah. Keep it coming. Yes, yes, definitely keep it coming. So I need it. I, I have I have something for you. Let's hear it. I'm Being ready. a woman in politics. Yes, Ooh. that is that is actually what I'm doing right now, isn't it? Is exactly it's what, what you're I'm doing. doing right now. Is there any barriers you have to cross? Is there oh, any? Oh, I I would say it's a larger barrier to be short than a woman. Oh, <laughs> just kidding. Uh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, yeah. I I think that. Um, I think for the most part, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't experienced anything where I would say anybody treats me any differently because of my gender. I just right. don't feel that. All right. So if that's, right. if that's out there, people need to be more obvious with me because I'm not catching it. Look, look, look. So, so you heard that here. You know what? You're only a victim if you feel like you want. Okay. Yes. Thank yes. you. I don't, I don't. See, no. I just haven't, I haven't seen it. Yep. I haven't felt it. Because you know what you're talking about. I'm just. You are. Yeah. I'm just doing my thing. You're just doing your thing. Exactly. Yeah. Just doing your thing. I, uh, you know, I think the people like to live in um, in victimhood. This is a good symbol. Oh, there yeah. we are. Oh, what is... Oh, oh, oh like the crying brigade. <laughs> yes, it's Hurt Feelings Brigade. Hurt Feelings Brigade. That, that, <laughs> people that like to live in the victimhood. There you go. So. <laughs> no, but, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. I, I promise. That's awesome. Yeah. So, let's see. Any new questions coming up? Guys, ask us some questions. We got we got another seven minutes left in the show here. If there's a question you want to ask, so, now it's the time. Don't be shy. Okay. What do you feel about veterans? I uh, love, yeah. love, love veterans. So I, when uh, as a state rep, I had the opportunity to to work in support of veterans, in particular around questions related to property taxes. Right? Yes. Like, how do you stay in your home? How do you get supports? And um, and you know, we we were working to try to give. Um, so for, for veterans that were harmed, you know, during the time of their service and, and permanently disabled, 100% disability, we were working to get uh, yeah. their property taxes to be zero, right? right. Mm -hmm. And that is an uphill battle hmm. because, I mean, it's not that that, and I hate to put words in their mouth, but, but you never know why people are unwilling to be supportive in that way. Because if you are permanently 100%, you know, like combat vet, mm -hmm. Okay, you could use a you could use a little bit of support, mm -hmm. right? Like yes. let's help folks not be homeless vets. Yes. Let's help vets stay in their homes. Yes. And instead, we weren't able to move the dial on that, and it's has had a lot to do with local governments that were county level that are dependent on those funds. Mm -hmm. 
And um, but you got to work at it. You got to keep working at it because that was a need at that time. And in Clackamas County, we have the Veterans Village mm-hmm. for homeless vets, which has now been replicated in Bend. They have their own homeless village there. Based is it a on nice Clackamas one? County. Bend is super nice. Okay. And the one that we have here in Clackamas County, I wish that it was closer to Bend. Yes. As far as what's available and what the conditions are living in. Yes. I personally didn't think that it was what I would have hoped for in the end. Better than nothing. Right, right. Um, but still not quite where we could get, which is how I felt about like property taxes and supports for veterans. It's, yes. Okay, we could do better than this. Mm-hmm. We could do better. I love when you say that. We could do better than yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's work to be done. Okay. Okay. So uh, uh, let's go with this one too. Um, what's a what's a message, maybe some encouragement you might give to our first responders, law enforcement, uh, areas right yes. now? You can speak to them right now. What's yeah. some things you might say to them? Yeah. So for for folks that are out there, okay, we just lost a firefighter in St. Paul. Like, and that's crushing to community. That's crushing to our firefighter community, and anybody that is you know engaged as a first responder, that kind of loss hits home. Uh, and and that work, you know, those are the folks that when, when, when everybody is running away, they're running in, and they choose that work, and they choose to be there in our moments of crisis, our moments where we need them most. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it's, a pre, it's a privilege and a pleasure to be able to acknowledge them and thank them. And so the thing that I just want to say today is thank you for your service. Thank you for everything that you do. Thank you for being there for our communities. And we need you to be encouraged. And we need you to keep doing the work. And I know it's hard. And I know that there's these losses that occur over the course of your work. And then the sense of whether or not the community sees you and supports you. You have to know that they do. You have to know that we do. Yeah. And as people that, um, that care about community, want to engage in our community and support our state, we have stronger communities when we have first responders mm-hmm. that are doing this work. And it was... Okay, one of my highlights of service, I feel like I'm all about Estacada today, was to be able to fight for funding to help launch and support the, to support the stabilization of the Estacada Fire Department. And yeah. I, you know, with the former interim chief, before you guys got your, your um, permanent chief, mm-hmm. I worked with them to try to get funding. And, you know, politics are rough and tumble, hard politics, and I was the House Republican leader. At the end of the budget cycle, I had... I had money in the budget for Estacada Fire Department to buy to buy trucks, right? And they pulled it out at the last minute. Really? Like, yeah. Before the bill came to the floor, they yanked all the funding out from my community because I was the Republican leader. Uh-huh. And they were attacking my community because of my uh, role on behalf of my caucus. Yeah. You guys, I have never been so gravely disappointed right. in the political process than I was right then. That's the leaders, guys, that are running this state, that they, instead of actually doing something that can help it, everybody, it's an equal opportunity to help there. Mm-hmm. They are pulling stuff for their own their their own whims. It's not even for the people anymore. Strictly it's just whatever. Partisan. Exactly. It's absolute mm-hmm. BS. It's a time to get these guys out of there. It's time to go. And you guys... I fought to get that funding through other means, and we got money into the community. We got the money that we were asking for, but it took months and months and months, and I, you know, we had to claw over over hills and, you know, cross valleys to get it done, and it it should have gone through the original budget. Like, it was in there, it was settled, final version, they yanked it out, pure politics, that hurt a community. I mean, this is a community that was impacted by fire. Yep. Yeah. 
Well, and that's a big they thing. They deserve. Too. They need the support. Yeah, yeah. Th- there was a large chunk of money that was given mm-hmm. from the federal government out here for all the fa- all the yep. all the cities that were impacted by the fire: Malala, mm-hmm. Estacada, um, Detroit. Yep. And there were cities like I think Hillsborough and things like that that got some of that money. They weren't affected by the fires. Right. This areas were. I mean, there was there was Sandy had all the smoke damage and everything else. These are ones we got small chunks of that money, like yeah. little tiny chunks, and massive millions of dollars went to places like Hillsborough. Yeah, I mean, how does that even make sense? This is the problem that we have in there, is that they can't even be fiscally fiscally responsible when they, when you have a one party. It's it's, it's not politics. even balanced. It's, it's absolutely politics. disgusting. It is politics. And you know, and I know that you know we have good people like yourself up there that were definitely fighting for yeah. that. But you know, what are you going to do when you have a single partisan? Type of site, type of uh, leadership up there that's going to, the button's not working. Just trying to break it on me, but that are going to, you know, rip things like out out of the way and just basically over uh, undermine yep. because they can, and that's because absolutely disgusting. They can, you know, why they did that? Because they could. Uh huh. That's yeah. why they did it. Yeah. And and it, from my perspective, they were going to hurt this community, and they did it just because of politics, not for any other reason. I remember yeah. when uh, when. Uh, Brown, Governor Brown came out here. Yeah. She snuck out here. She had the opportunity to visit the relief center. Uh-huh. She had opportunity to try to t- speak to some of the leadership. Yeah. Um, but because of the action she was taking, um, I mean, I I know that. Uh, oh, and they popped it up. <laughs> <laughs> there it goes. Um, but they um, they she just basically kind of snuck out here, got her stuff, uh, got a picture with a burnout building, and ran away. Oh, and wow. um, but because of the action she was taking, I think she did. She may have asked if she can come by the relief center at, mm. after we had already closed it down. It was mm. like Monday. We closed it down on a Sunday. Mm. And we're like, oh, sorry, too late. Close down. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think that's when it, that's when she, the question came in for that. Mm-hmm. And it's just yeah. it's, it, that just kind of shows you the leadership we have there. So we need um, new leadership. So this right here is for our coming up right now. It's for our. For our firefighters, I love for our law enforcement. Yes. So we salute you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. You need to get like a flag or something. There. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, we are reaching at the end of our time here, and so um, we appreciate you so much coming out here and letting yes. us torture you with our yes. questions. Ah, let let me just make sure that we have no one else asking you last minute question. Oh. Oh, last uh, chance. Nope. It just says time's up. Oh. <laughs> Producers, letting us know time's up. Okay. So um, any last any last words of wisdom? So I. I quickly just want to say yes. it's just so great to be here with you guys. Thank you. I, Thank you so much. I love much. this opportunity. It's been so fun. And I am running to, you know, serve my state. And Wait. I need your support. And I love it. I love the opportunity to ask for it. You Thank got you. it. Thank awesome. you, guys. Got Thank it. you so much, guys. And we will see you uh, next time on Wednesday, 7 p.m. next week. We have Don't special- forget... Joe, uh, Brandy's show tomorrow was, night. Yes, I was gonna go for it. You, beat me you do it. a lot. You do a lot. Oh, you talk a lot. So you talk a lot. Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 You need to go for it. <laughs> Thank you. So she, don't forget Brandy's show tomorrow she at night at seven o'clock. But you can't hear it because Joel's talking. So okay. Brandy. Oh. <laughs> Brandy, where's your button? <laughs> Shut him up. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh what? Oh sorry. <laughs> yeah, you're talking now. Here. <laughs> Uh, but uh, you know what he said was about Brandy's show, but I interrupted. Sorry. Do you want? Do you want to say it again? Nope. Nope. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, uh, what's your subject, sis? Kids and how the mandates are affecting them. So piggybacks off of what yes. is close to your heart. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Don't miss it. Yes, it'll be awesome. And then next week we have special guest Jeremy Freedom. So, yep. So hey, let's take one last look at that awesome thumbnail for Christine. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll close up from there.
Thank you. Thank you. Thank Vote you. for her. <laughs> Vote for her. Yes. Yeah.